2: Welcome back to Veterans Men, Mom. This is our Super Bowl preview podcast episode. Yeah, yay! Everyone's in the house. Mm. Even MP, is over there. We Showy. in the house.
1: Yeah. What
3: up? What up? What up? You already know. He getting ready for the combine, getting these mental reps in. Yeah,
2: I know, man. It's crazy. Shout out to K <laughs> okay Combine. Two K. Um. Anyway. Yeah, Super Bowl week. So we're obviously going to get to that, talk some props and shit. But first, I kind of want to talk about Alex Smith. Mm. Guy goes to Washington. How are we feeling?
1: Uh, I mean, for Washington, this kind of makes sense. Uh, I don't think you're paying Kirk Cousins $30 million. Although, after the contract they gave Alex Smith, you kind of wonder, like, why not? But Kirk Cousins is gone. If they were, he was going to be gone, you have to find some sort of solution. <coughs> Excuse me. And Bless I think you. that Alex Alex <laughs> I think that Alex Smith is at, at least someone who will keep your team kind of competitive. A winner at least.
4: We'll see. I don't know, I'm not a fan of that move. You I'm had not Kyle Kyle Fuller coming into his own. <coughs> yeah. At DB, it's like a nickel guy and best slot corner in the league according to PFF. Right. Gave so, up the the smallest um completion percentage out of the slot. Trade, trade him and he's tweeting it was funny if you follow him on Twitter he's like oh I don't think I'm the guy I traded like blah, blah blah he's like wait I am the guy I traded <laughs> really yeah, yeah. but he's like nah I'm looking forward to KC. but anyway they lose like a top nickel guy and they give up a pick in the process and they also lose a quarterback who they drafted who they f- fucking stumbled into in Kirk Cousins with the RG3 saga Right. Or, so I mean you have your franchise QB you pay Alex Smith I think it was 24 mil a year on the extension, why not pay Kirk the extra money? Who's a homegrown guy who's been loyal, who played under two franchise tags for you, basically risking his future right on the one-year mm-hmm. deal, the yeah. franchise tag.
1: I think you gotta wonder whether or not Kirk took that to heart and just was like, "I'm not. No, this is it."
2: I saw, saw something that he was like, I, "I'll play under another another tag. Like I don't care."
3: Yeah, he was gonna make thirty-four million dollars. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, the money yeah. is good, but the, the stability. It, here's I think, the thing: the franchise tag is pretty dope if you think about the money wise the only reason why players don't like it is because there's no
4: guaranteed after it right and that's so what, you're what football making, is you're Kirk at yeah. any second so you're all about stability in football
2: it was just it was just weird to me to think that like we saw what Kirk Cousins was doing and he would get tagged and prove them wrong tagged and then still have a good year and shit like that and we all talked about how we didn't know why they would not just sign this guy And now you're bringing in Alex Smith as if he is someone like, up. you know what, this is who we're going to go with. Like, you didn't sign Kirk Cousins
1: long-term for Alex Smith? By the way, who's 34 and a four-year contract brings him to 38. He already has a weak arm compared to the rest of the NFL. So I, I, I think it's a home run for Kansas City. I'll say that. I think their biggest weakness on defense last year was that number two corner getting completely shellacked. With big plays, and uh, th-
3: Philip Gaines is the guy that lines up in the slot for them. So now you got Kyle Fuller stepping in there right away. Like already he's going to be the starter for them. Yeah, and that's a big upgrade because whoever was the slot receiver on the other team used to just pick him apart.
1: Fuller is—he's a good cornerback. And mm-hmm. on top of that, you're you're kind of giving the keys over to Mahomes, um, who I love. I I can't say enough how much I love Pat Mahomes, and. I think it's a great move for the for the Redskins. I, I I mean I'm sorry the the Chiefs, but now let's talk about the most interesting thing. That means Kirk Cousins is signing with a different team, mm-hmm. and we haven't had a franchise quarterback change teams since Peyton Manning. And even though like a franchise quarterback in his prime has not switched teams really since Drew Brees went to the Saints, like this is something that doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. And you got these teams who are all bidding. They got like six bidders. And it's gonna be Kirk Cousins whether he thinks he can win now and sign with someone who can win now, or if he's gonna go for the money. And I hope he goes for the money, baby, because I'm a Jets fan and I want on I want him on the Jets more than you could even imagine.
2: He's gonna get money, I think, anywhere though.
1: It's just the cap space. You the the Broncos' campaign as much as the Jets can.
2: Yeah, but like, you still you made mad money the past two years, mm-hmm. and now it's like you can still make a lot of money and play for a team that could win. Or do you want to just? Now,
1: I don't get that. Here's the thing in I the really NFL, I don't though. get that. Here's though. the thing in the NFL, though, right? Malik Jackson, after the Broncos won the Super Bowl, mm. he signs with Jacksonville. And everyone's like, he just went for the money. He doesn't care about winning Super Bowls. Fast forward two years later, Jacksonville's one game away from the Super Bowl, and the Broncos are picking fifth. But how often does that happen? I, all the time. I mean, look at, look at the league this year. The the Eagles were in last place in that division last year. They're in for, they're in the Super Bowl now. This happens all the time, except when you're the Patriots. So, I if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm looking at which team has the best come up roster, roster ability to come up. And if that's the case, and they can pay me the most money, the Jets have a good roster on a come up. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with the Broncos roster. I mean, it's aging. Those players have been in that system for a long ass time, and they're they're all getting up there. They're all in their high twenties, about to be thirty. That's a- so very soon.
2: Yeah, but their team is, like, legit. He could play a whole contract there and be competitive.
1: I mean, that's what... You Pete, were you were big on Trevor Simeon coming into the year. I mean, I wasn't big on him. But, I mean, you had Denver as a potential playoff team. Because I said, all right, so this is what I was thinking. Trevor Simeon, we didn't see the worst of him. We obviously... I was obviously wrong on that. Yeah, but I just think
3: that that team is... I'm with you on this one, Joe. I think that this team is pretty stacked. And if you had Kirk Cousins today, I said this back in September. If I'm Kirk Cousins and I'm looking free at uh, free agency, that's the team I'd want to go to. Yeah, you got John Elway there. Well, we He's were talking done about this before.
2: Sorry, we were talking about that team and the Texans before Deshaun Watson came out of nowhere. But we we're saying like these are two teams that great defenses. They have a lot of weapons on offense. Like you know you put all oh, they're missing as a quarterback. Like you're you're good.
4: I think the Broncos have like three to four years with him. Huh? Like the window would be like three to four years for the Broncos, the term of a contract. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could play win. a whole
2: contract in, in Denver and be competitive
1: and legit, have a chance to win a Super Bowl.
4: Although the West is growing up to be one of the toughest divisions in football now,
1: and not to, not to mention, man, the Broncos' defense did not play well this year.
4: They're also on the field a lot more than yeah, we, than they were in the past years. It's fair. I they, mean, they wouldn't they be also, now if they get a quarterback with Kirk Cousins. Yeah,
3: you got to factor that in too.
1: I mean, everyone's talking about that. They also lost a lot of guys since their best defense in the league. They're not that, they haven't been that for two years. I still think their roster is really good though. They have a ton of talent on offense.
4: Secondary is pretty uh, much the same. They was the D line. And
2: it's like, yo, w- will you sacrifice like money that you're never going to fucking spend in your life to still make a ton of money and have a chance at winning? Like don't, isn't that why you play the fucking game? Like to win? Like I, 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 I okay, you're going to get what? Six million more dollars to different. go play at a, at a team
1: that
4: it's different when money's not, on the table and you're facing that situation. I,
1: I also think that I, you are underestimating. I know I'm a Jet fan, but I think you're underestimating the turnover of the NFL. I think that the NFL, you always have the craziest free agent signings because there's no guarantee that you're going to be on a contender. You, you think the Jets have a better roster than the
3: Broncos? Or right now,
1: no, but I think they're potentially a better roster in two years, yeah. When all these guys, it, let's say they do get Kirk Cousins and they draft Fitzpatrick from Alabama. And then they got that secondary, and they already got the good D line, and then they could add pieces. They got Robbie Anderson, who's a who's speedster. Maybe. Threat. And then, yeah, Robbie, An- Robbie Anderson. Who else do you have? Okay. Uh, Quincy and Unwa. Coming okay. off a Just broken say, neck, though. Okay, this, this is all fair, but, but also, this is not the same Qu- team they're going to have in Neumah. two years. Like, like you got to understand. Like, or you can have
2: Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius, Demarius Thomas, CJ Anderson. Like
1: Yeah, but Demarius Thomas is the worst year of his career this year. Come on, man. Yeah, he, he had fucking money thrown to him, though. but he's 29. So what? It, what do you mean, so what? That's a big-ass that, big difference. I think that's more a quarterback Standard, play. Emmanuel Sanders is constantly hurt every year. It's constantly filthy, dude. I, so hold on, hold on. Hurt.
3: You're, you're You're saying that one of the reasons why you don't like Denver's is because in two years, aging roster, Jets have a younger roster.
1: All I'm saying, yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying is I'm, if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm, I'm going to the landscape and I'm saying, okay, which one of these teams is going to give me a better chance to have sustained success?
3: All right, let's pull the curtain back a little bit, Give us some behind the scenes. Before we started recording, you said that there's no shot that he would go to Cleveland. I think Cleveland Cleveland has a better roster now than the Jets, and they have a better situation going forward with the draft picks.
1: What situation in Cleveland
3: has ever been good? This one right now. They never had a quarterback. You have two draft picks in the top four, right? You have three first-round picks from last year that all came into their own. You got Josh
4: Gordon back, who's now... Clean because he's back in the league. Corey Coleman, another first-round pick on the other side.
1: I mean, all these are good points. It's still the Browns. It doesn't matter. Though. It does matter. No, it doesn't. The only reason why the it has organization
2: mattered, matters. No, but the only reason why it's mattered in the past is because you didn't have a quarterback.
4: Yeah, that too. Ever. Man, there's nothing good Most about the Jets they had a organization either. They didn't have anyone. They haven't had well, a. Yo, know, the
1: Jets organization has at least been to the AFC Championship recently. They have. They've but had they have success. No, yeah, that they've was almost ten years ago already.
4: All right, sure, but like the there's Browns no never roster had, layover from The that. Browns
1: have never had success ever They're the Browns. Why would anyone go to the Browns? No one's going to go to the Browns. Because
4: times have changed, and they have more talent than the Jets do He's on offense, on. more weapons. They spent on that offensive line. They have a way better line than the Jets do or could have for the next two to three years.
1: Uh, there's zero, and they have the chance to, chance to put someone to on the
4: D-line with Miles Garrett.
3: Uh, I wouldn't say 0%. I wouldn't make them the favorite to land them, but if you're looking at it from the scenarios that you brought up, I think that they have a great opportunity. I don't know. To potentially
1: I land. think if, if right, they, but they also are, are coached by a head coach that has two wins,
4: <laughs> ever. He was also considered an offensive guru when he got the job from Cincinnati. Sure, but he also has two wins. Right, but he doesn't have the talent though. Doesn't have they the you, just, you guys just
1: named an entire. They don't have a, quarterback, quarterback. They don't have a Dude, quarterback. quarterback. The quarterback doesn't the for ball. The Jets they, don't have a quarterback. What do you mean? What do you mean? The Jets don't have a quarterback either. McCown played good this year. He played well she when he did. He had a clear year. Yeah. All right, when he when he played, but he also played, two, he, also he had veteran. a ceiling. Sure, he had Like, a he ceiling. played well when he was, it, but he had a ceiling. Yeah, okay, but that's
2: what we're trying to say is, like, you, you plug a quarterback into that situation, it's a completely different situation. That's why that jersey exists, but there's 400 quarterbacks on that guy's back all crossed out. It never worked out.
1: And that, why so why would you want to join that list if you're Kirk Cousins? Because you're not on that list. You're, you're actually
4: good. You're a proven talent. He'd be the best quarterback that they've had in twenty years.
1: Yeah, I mean he'd be the best quarterback that ever. a lot of franchises have. The in Jets would
4: have in twenty years. Yeah.
1: A lot of franchises.
4: Listen, all this, that guy same, a, this
1: guy's a game changer. This is a franchise The, quarterback the Browns have the potential
4: fact. to sign him and then draft Saquon Barkley. And then just think about that offense and the numbers they could put up. And Njoku too came along towards the end of the year, man.
3: I mean, this is all this is all good points. It's the Browns. I I personally
2: I would go to Denver, but if if we're talking about like the future, or whatever, like
1: you're you're also the Jets. Yo, things could At turn the end around of the day, no, too, man. But, but Just because are the, the Browns now. If I now look, look, but you could also get paid the most by them. So the Jets have seventy million dollars in cap room. So that means they could not only sign you for thirty million dollars a year, they can go out and spend forty million more dollars to improve the roster around.
4: Pretty you. sure the Browns have like one hundred twenty-eight or one hundred thirty-two.
1: But who's signing with the Browns? People if they bring it, grab cousins, if you grab
3: Cousins, then you have a selling point there.
1: I think so. I think
2: that's the move. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I would be completely surprised.
3: Yo, also, uh, I just pulled up because I'm trying to find their salary. They have 109 million dollars in cap space next year, and they they got John Dorsey from Kansas City. So now you have a general manager in place that's not an asshole, and he's built a roster before. That that's a that's a
1: solid situation if you're going to be a GM.
2: Dude, they have all they have is first round picks on that fucking. You
1: day. know, either way, you know, you guys are making good points. If I'm Kirk Cousins. Denver is even lower on my list. Because the Jets and Cle- Cleveland are both above him. Are both them. Above them. Uh, if I want to win now, I'm going to Denver. Yeah. I don't I don't see it that way. Cause again, like I said, you never know where it's gonna be next year. You can't you can't just like look at how many teams didn't make the playoffs last year that made the playoffs this year in both divisions.
4: Well Denver. Didn't yeah, make but we're the talking playoffs.
3: about Denver won three games, four games.
1: Another yeah. in the top ten, so it has
3: to be around there. So he's not going to a juggernaut. It's not going to Pittsburgh exactly. So if he's but so you're talking the about the turn now, but you're talking about the turnaround then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he can all turn three it around of those teams
4: are in that position to turn it around. So well, I don't understand what you're saying.
2: Like if they're a bad team, they're able to turn it around as well. They
1: but all
4: three. Like of, you, you don't you know, you know said there's, there's so much actually. turnover. Well, oh, all okay. three of those teams yeah. make
2: the playoffs. Sure, but that's an aging roster. Like I said, I don't know. We could debate this whole fucking day, but let's fucking move forward. It. Um. Anyway. Props, big part of the Super Bowl. You could bet on pretty much anything. Mm. Pink is singing the national anthem. You could bet on her hair color, mm. whether she's going to be airborne or not. Bet the no, by the way. She's going to be wearing suit pants on a stage, not flying, okay? This isn't – this is America.
3: Can we give a cheap this, plug? This isn't the goddamn circus. Cheap plug, degeneration bets, Super Bowl 52 props from yeah. start to finish. We you went hope. through, like, all of them, basically. I'm definitely – Gonna run
4: that through tonight when I work overnight. Yeah, the overnight course. Yeah, overnight is brutal. <laughs> Without podcast, the overnight is dragging along. So what we're gonna do
2: is we've given everyone a hundred fake dollars, uh, and it's just kind of like, all right, where are you gonna spend this hundred dollars on these props? You can bet anything, anything you want. So where are you spending it?
3: I'll lead this one off. So what I like to do is i one of my favorite props is first touchdown score yeah that always gets the party started right away right away you're invested of the game of the game yeah not for teams uh, yeah of the game okay first guy to score a touchdown what i like to do a little tip is i like taking a guy from both teams this way in this example if i was to just take the patriots and then the eagles get the ball first i'm asked out because i'm at a disadvantage right now because my team doesn't have the ball where i want them to score so when you're doing first td score, take a guy from both sides the guys i'm looking at a nice little 25 spot on both boss i'm going with rex burkhead 14 to 1 wow led the uh patriots in red in goal line carries from the five yard line this year 14 to 1 and i'm going agalor if i'm taking an eagle at 16 to 1 we were saying yesterday on D B how we like taking long shots here right. on the first touchdown because anything goes. You know, you might try to catch somebody you know, sleeping it's, or it's something Super Bowl. or not.
2: I mean coaches have a long time to prepare and they're gonna do their homework. You're gonna have to run some shit you haven't run all year. Catch people off guard. go so to
3: the third option. So I'm going twenty five bucks on Burkhead at fourteen to one and I'm going Aguilar twenty five bucks at sixteen to one.
2: Mm. And okay. you're putting
3: fifty on on each one. Twenty-five. So at Aguilar, you're looking at uh, four hundred dollars if he scores the first touchdown, and on Burkhead, you're looking at three fifty. So, so where are you spend your other fifty? I want you guys to go a little first, get some of your props out, All just because right. because mine are kind of going to give away who I'm also going to pick in the game. So I want to kind of save that just a little bit. Mine's
1: gonna one of mine's gonna give away the, my game pick as well, but. Look, Nick said he wants to bet on the first person to score a touchdown, right? And I think that's a great bet. <laughs> but I don't, I'm not trying to play that. It's too much of a crapshoot. But I know that someone's going to score a touchdown. Mm. So my bet is will the person who scores a touchdown on the first play do a dance? I'm getting plus money on this, $150. i am putting $20 on that bad boy real quick. Putting another 20 on the Gatorade color. As clear, Tom Brady, he's not, he doesn't want none of that sugary shit on the sideline. He's straight edge. So if the Patriots win, there's water going on
3: Belichick. Can I say something about the dance quick before you move on? Yeah. So Belichick, Gronkowski, when he scored his 69th touchdown this year, <laughs> they asked him about it. And they asked him why he didn't dance. And he says that Belichick doesn't want us dancing. He doesn't want us to take penalties. So you're really banking on an eagle dancing.
1: Interesting. I, I think it's just gonna be a dance like what is what counts as a dance though? Like is a spike a dance? Nah, I wouldn't I wanna say so. So you
3: know it's gotta he, be like he, a
4: celebration without props. In
3: Vegas, you can't bet these kind of props because there's no box score. Right. There's no actual evidence that I can just as a bookmaker, I can just go over and say, you know what, Brady threw the ball this amount of times, that's why this prop hits. These are all props where you know, you might see Giselle in the screen, but what what makes it that? Oh, she's in the screen. Is she off to the side? Is she center? So w- yeah, with it's the like dance, discretionary. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if a, I wouldn't say a spike is a dance. If you saw someone spike at a bar, you you think he's dancing? You
1: know what? I'm sticking <laughs> with it anyway. My next twenty is going to Carson Wentz, mentioned over three and a half times, plus one fifty. Impy, what is this? What? <laughs> Carson Wentz plus one fifty. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> are, are, you, are we sure it's plus though? Because I, I think yesterday we said that it was.
4: I think Joe just said it was minus. Was Wait, it minus? mentioned
2: during the po- uh, during the, the ee- broadcast?
3: Ee- over
1: three and a half times. Uh,
2: I thought it was plus one fifty. I, I think, think it was, was minus one forty.
4: Either way, I'm taking. How many
2: times will Carson Wentz be mentioned during the broadcast? Oh, you over? You said over. Over is three and a half, and it's minus one fifty. Oh, it's yeah. minus one fifty. All right, I'll take that anyway. That time.
1: Uh, my next twenty is going to the first half under twenty four minus one ten. Patriots have a history of. Starting to slow in the Super
4: Bowls. And then I'm going with the classic. I got heads for twenty. Mm. Minus 105. Wow, we went full tails. I'm out, out, yo, first of all Yo, I can't find myself putting money on that. Your bucket, because <laughs> I'll, I'll be on edge the before the game talks. even starts. So I'm like, if I lose, I'm like, that just kills my whole vibe. For the <laughs> yeah, game. but that's why you
2: don't put a lot on it. So I'm gonna start this off. I put twenty five dollars on <laughs> tails, boy.
4: Wow, Letting it ride. In <laughs> real life, though, fifty dollars going
2: right on tails. <laughs> <laughs> won it last year, riding it hot. I also like first touchdowns. I, I won that last year with Devonta Freeman. Um, but this year I'm doing it a little different. Devonta Freeman, by the way, was first touchdown of the game. This <laughs> these two are first touchdown for that respected team. jay Ajay plus 600 plus 600. Mm. <sighs> Give me that. Cool. 6 to 1 odds. I think he's going to get I think he's going to get most of the work. But we did talk about... You talked me into LeGarrette Blunt yesterday. Uh, yeah, but now not, you're doing Kerbal. Let him go. Now you're no, no. pulling back. What we, were, what we were talking about was him scoring at some time. I, th- I believe ah, it was yeah, any t- right. time yes. And he was Great. still plus a lot of money. Pay yeah. attention. I'm, I yeah. think he's going to be getting... Touche. The, the red zone things because of revenge and like a lot of teams passed up on him. Or but uh,
3: Tim, if you want to dance, I think you'd be hoping that the Eagles score first and it's Blunt. Because you know Blunt, revenge, he's going to be over there doing some wild shit. Yeah. So then I obviously, as you know the, the tails one the the
2: one that I love. How much right? money you got over here? What's going on? So I put twenty five dollars on, on a gi, twenty five dollars on Tails. Uh fifty in the bank. I got fifty in the bank, which is going all in this one bet. First touchdown for the Patriots. Let's hear it. Chris Hogan. Ooh. Plus nine hundred. Nine to one. Hear me out though. Patriots do shit like this. Random people become who is this guy now? I think, obviously, they're going to be spotlighting Danny Amendola and a lot of Gronk. And I think Chris Hogan being just, like, the fourth option on offense, it's like you're not going to draw a whole lot of coverage. I think they know that, especially on the first drive. You're trying to catch him off guard. You want to start off hot? Chris Hogan putting $50 on that shit. Give me it.
4: Give me it. Was that first touchdown of the game, right? Overall? First touchdown
2: just for the Patriots. Oh, for the Pats? Yeah, t- just for the Patriots, plus 900 Thank you. That's <laughs> solid.
4: Thank you. I'll take first touchdown of the game for a plus 1400 Uh James White. Mm. That's a nice one. $25 one. to win oh, $350. Okay. Oh, you know what I'm nice saying? Course. He had a, a nice ridiculous <laughs> Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Punched it in twice in their two playoff games this year. So, uh,. I think he gets it. He sees the ball out between the 20s. Um, I mean, not between the 20s. Inside, inside the, the 20s. 20, yeah. I'm sorry. So and one uh, guy I'm worried about with Burkhead. I think he, he uh, I don't know, I think he punches one in. Got that one. I got LeGarrette Blunt over 29 and a half rushing yards. Like we said, revenge game, minus 125 for $25. Easy. I don't have the, the math on that, but yeah. That's <laughs> and, uh, uh tw-
3: 25 for 20. No, 25 for 18 around
4: there. Got to pay the big, bro. That's how that Vegas makes it. his money. Cash. Kills me. And uh, Robert Kraft being shown first on the TV. That is what we call a lock, my friend. Minus $130. (laughs) $50 the rest of what I have in the bank to win about $38.
1: You don't think Jeffrey Lurie is going to get the camp? Jeffrey
4: Loria is not as significant as a figure or in the news as much recently as Robert Kraft. Keep in mind, like, the, the saga going on in the Patriots camp with, like, the Jimmy Garoppolo shit. So he's in the news with that. He's a Trump guy. Oh, we know there's a lot of props on Trump. Uh, yeah. We we'll talked about tweets.
2: It's like, how many times will he tweet on February So, um, I don't
4: know. I, I think Kraft, the Patriots have won a lot before. He's a well-known figure in the football community. I think he's first on TV over Loria. That's the prop, by the way. It's who's first on TV, Jeff Loria or Robert Kraft. Yeah. Oh, Robert yeah. Kraft, yeah, minus I 130. Is, I think that is. Loria's minus 110. By the way, I just want to know well, if He's
1: no? on the sideline. He's on the sideline sometimes. I think there's a chance that if he's on the Zoria? sideline, they show him first.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He is. Well, he, yeah. Well, Kraft doesn't leave I that. I think if, you,
2: if he's naked on the 50 yard line, they're going to show Kraft. <laughs> uh, I
1: think. I don't, I don't, naked on the 50 yard line is intriguing.
4: Yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> uh, also, I just want to say, like, I'm looking at it right now. So, Chris Hogan is also 1400. Uh was fucking 1401. First touchdown of the game. Little parlay going, you can cash out yeah, real you could,
3: hard. You could, I would, I would recommend that. I would, if you, if I would you, buy his jersey. If you got to <laughs> if you got a, if you, you want to bet first TD score, why not also bet him to score the first TD for
4: his for team? your team? Yeah. So you just double down. The him. odds are but, crazy. But would you parlay it? Because I don't think you could parlay props. No. no. All right. Yeah. Damn. No, that'd be fantastic if you could. Because you're looking at like both a, in a, real a, life thirty five so. to one payout. Yeah. There. Why wouldn't you? Is this you? first score
3: first touchdown? Touchdown. Touchdown. I have, so the other one, so I I spent 50 bucks so far, and I have two more that I'm going to spend money on. I'm going with margin of victory, 7 to 12 points for the Patriots, 4 to 1. Mm. And then Shady, Shady, 18 to 1 odds for Amendola to win MVP. Now, I know the fact that James White didn't win MVP last year. That's why Brady's minus 125 now, heavy favorite. But if you could house a punt. Right, have eight catches for 150 and a touchdown and a punt return. Why not live a little, get crazy? Maybe a maybe a catch,
2: like crazy catch. Of yeah, some sort. And, and and hedge it with Brady. If he has like two touchdowns and and Brady ends up throwing a pick or some,
3: and only has like 280 yards, Amendola could win. But I would I would I would hedge. So I'd bet whatever money on Amandola and I would try to win that back with Brady because last year Brady threw a pick also. And then White had three touchdowns, and it was still White that won.
2: That's also a bet that I think people should bet. It's uh, if Brady throws one pick, you hit your bet. Oh yeah, um,
4: yeah, yeah, that like was a good one. How about the rushing yards that no one had. Oh, you had the twelve yards. That was my oh, no, no no. I had you that had was the one, one bet yard I physically like put in last year. It was one and a half yards on Brady. I <laughs> 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 love it. Halftime came, I was like, "Oh fuck this, man!" Like he hasn't even tried to move. Every time he get a pressure, I'm like go go go, go! he just fall. I'm like oh, that was <laughs> the Fozzie prop. Yeah. But, but then, like, point. one point in the third quarter, I was playing darts, I think, because the TV was right there. Oh, here's Nick screaming across the bar. Yo, 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 yo,
0: <laughs> I'm like, scoot, like, scoot. Yeah, yeah. I was screaming <laughs> scoot all night.
4: He's like, yo, hit! Hey. I was like, no way, for real? He goes, yeah, like 10 yards. Yeah. I was, look up, he's, like, scampering out of bounds. I, was I like, think
3: you didn't even need to worry about the kneel downs because that's how they get you. Already yeah. has like he four yards and then he takes it. two knee and kneel downs. That's a loss of yards. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, is there a prop on if Pink will take a knee during the national anthem? I didn't see one. I didn't see one either. I bet you she does some shit like that or like puts up a fist or something. Like, Pink's all about like fuck the system and shit. If you were
3: yeah. to bet the Donald Trump
1: tweets, Pulls you, would, out you would want
3: a player to take the knee because you know he's just going to go on Twitter and just go ham right away. So you yeah. get your tweets. Well, player, player taking
1: knees is, is another one. Is that a thing? I haven't. I didn't see that. Yeah, honestly. I
3: didn't see those either. But I'm sure that there's, there's some more out there. Interesting.
1: Interesting.
2: And uh, so I think that's it for the props. Um, there's so many props. There's yo. so many things you could bet on. It's just like literally anything.
1: It gets tiring scrolling. Like my thumb got tired scrolling through all the props. Vegas makes a lot of sense. money here. This is where Vegas makes uh, a shitload of money. Yeah, I would imagine this is just like a. Yeah, every prop bet, honestly, is a sucker's bet unless you hit. Well,
3: yeah. the only ones that aren't suckers bets, the casual fan doesn't wager on, right? Like something like Carson Wentz mentioning, or something like, is there going to be, um, just the ones that are minus four hundred, people don't like betting that. They like taking a shot on safety first, first scoring play and shit like that. That's why Vegas wins a lot of their money back. The one that they say people donate the most money to is first touchdown score, because only one outcome wins and there's 2500 yeah. different yeah. outcomes you know is Your, there an other on that one yeah there's yeah. a field like last year the the guy that returned oh no it, it wasn't him but if you get a pick six robert alfred yeah
1: yo I, I i picked a field for mvp last year and the patriots were losing at halftime i thought i mean robert alfred would have been a good pick for him he had two picks he had one return to the house
3: yeah, and then uh also James White should have been good for you there too cuz he wasn't listed on the chart initially. Fuckers. Um,
2: yeah, but you can bet on anything, literally down to like I just looked at this prop. How many times how many times will temperature outside the stadium be mentioned during the broadcast? Like <laughs> what?
4: Minnesota is below freezing. Yeah. Like
2: I'm going to put like 10 bucks on that. I think I'll put 10 bucks on like the most random shit and just be like hyper focused into this game, <laughs> just like
1: listening to every word. Yo, Justin Timberlake shoes being blue. Is like plus 1,000. Do you think he's going to wear a hat? That's another one that I think hat is a definite. Yes. What? I'm all about the hat. JT
2: doesn't wear a hat. Yo,
4: he was just posting no. on Instagram of him getting a cut for his birthday. Well, we, we, we were talking like, about fresh it yesterday. Cut, you don't really wear a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when did he get the fresh cut? He was getting, clean. I mean, he can get a cut whenever he wants. He has styles. Right. But he was getting a cut for his birthday. It was like today or yesterday, whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. I think he goes to the hat and he throws it. Because, yo, the hat is plus
3: 350. And when I saw it, I kind of <laughs> thought that was an impy lock. But it's
1: <laughs> a fedora guy, like yeah, like yo, take the fedora, flip it. That's how you start. But, but we were
3: we were saying how
1: if it was two thousand four, JT, that yeah, he'd was be lot, uh, he'd be out there with that. Yeah.
2: First of all, that'd be like minus eight hundred back in two
1: thousand four. What do you think the prop was? What are the what were the odds of does Janet Jackson's titty
4: no, pop out? Janet Jackson mentioning yeah, yeah there are some. But how many times
1: like, will wardrobe in, malfunction be mentioned during the broadcast? Yeah. Nah, I'm talking about in 2001. <laughs> nah, no, I mean that probably wasn't even listed, dude. It was, obviously.
2: obviously. Shout out to her nipple though, yo. That shit was fire. <laughs> it had like a star around it. Yeah,
4: that shit yo, was I'd weird. Yo, I'd love as hell, to bro. be at a sports book for like Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, just probably, to see. The I'd love to shit. watch the game and just like the reactions, like all around the room at any given moment. At <laughs> any given moment, anything could happen. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Every Oh, yeah, every play. I'm gonna I'm
2: gonna flip out if it's tails. For it, right first
3: now. penalty, full start. <laughs> three to one. I like that one. <laughs> teams come out. I don't know. Can't bro. hear too can't loud. Or are ah. just, are just
1: nervous, you know? Yes. First penalty, first I'm all about the offside on up. that. I I think referees think you might be on something. Yo, yeah, Hold on. How about this?
3: <laughs> uh, now, now it's spiraling into something. Uh, referees, bro. they've been getting abused this whole like season, right? So they can't come out first play and just throw a pass interference. I think false start, ease it up a little bit. A little star. crazy. False Three star, to one. I like it. Okay. You're
2: talking me into it. Take my money. I wonder where holding is on that.
4: Mm,
3: I, uh, false, false start stood out to me i was like yo you can see that it comes out. sides i didn't i didn't catch any of the other ones but i saw i false think start.
1: I, I like false i start. like false start too i think you're on something man
4: i'm not a big false start fan <laughs> it's, it's in a neutral environment if the vikings were playing <laughs> i'd be though, huge dude. yeah but so but, but what if, if they like come out nervous
3: they come out nervous or you know oh you're not supposed to be out there trey burton
4: Right? I was going to say Trey Trey Burke. Trey
3: Burton. Trey Burton, Burton, get back. And then they're just running out the sidelines.
4: I I don't know who sees. It's illegal formation. Damn, I'm I'm about
3: to just delete one of my props and put that one in there. I kind of like it. Um, Anyway, let's get to spitball
1: here. uh, Starting with good riddance. Uh, The Indians are going to stop using the Chief Wahoo logo, which is the red face. um, Clearly kind of just like racist. Thing Smiley that they face. put, yeah, on their jerseys starting in 2019. Um, so it's good to see that the MLB is making an effort in that regard. Cause, come on, bro. Uh, you know, I don't know if
2: this
4: is fucked up to say or not. Love that logo. That, it's a cool. I, I mean, it's not. It's cool. They have gone away from it though. You got to admit, like they use the block C now on their hat a lot more. Yeah, and uh, it's usually only on the arm sleeve. Like they got Cleveland written across their chest now, and Indians.
1: That's a relic of a pastime, I
4: think. Get your gear if you really like that logo. I fucking can. love that logo. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a fan. Uh,
3: taking their talents to South Beach. Miami is the home of the 25th franchise in the MLS. David Beckham is the big owner of that team. And it's a great look to put a soccer team in one of the most diverse cities in the U.S.
1: That should be good. Maybe they'll actually get some fans in Marlin Stadium if that's what they're playing.
3: I don't know whether they're they're, they're going to build, but I can see them
4: definitely using that. Not the apple of your eye. Uh, Mark Apple, former first round, oh, first overall pick of the Astros back in 2013. Back when uh, we talked about this in October, the SI cover was based off that pick. He was like a can't miss, short fire, you know, all that stuff. First overall pick, and he busted. And he's one of only three now overall first overall picks to not make it to the bigs. He's calling it quits indefinitely on baseball. Damn. He has a four-year degree from Stanford, so he's he's, chilling. he's um, chilling.
1: Fun fact, Chipper Jones just got voted into the Hall of Fame. Hello. He is the first ever, first number one overall pick to make the Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Baseball drafts are not nearly as locks as football and basketball drafts.
3: Yeah, there's so many rounds there, too.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. There's hot a lot of factors. Hot stove cooking. Well, usually I, I give you guys a tour around the league for hot stove cooking, but this one's going to be Brew Crew Brewing, because the brewers are out here making some moves. Um, the brewers sold the farm for Christian Yelich, who is a young, up-and-coming superstar, who... Uh, Honestly, is under contract on a steal of a contract for the next five years. Also, they also likes to
3: throw back brewskis at the Clevelander. Well, not anymore, unfortunately.
1: Friend. Maybe maybe one day. Maybe on vacation. Also, they signed Lorenzo Cain with the money that they saved on Yelich. Uh, Lorenzo Cain is one of the better outfielders in the game. Very underrated because he plays for Kansas City, but one of the best. And now they have a log jam in the outfield. And Domingo Santana, the young player who hit 30 home runs last year, it's rumored that the Rays are interested in him and Chris Archer would possibly be going back to the Brew Crew. So the Brewers trying to give the Cubs a run for their money in the NL Central. Brew Crew
4: brewing.
2: Yags.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yarmir Yager likely done in the NHL after his last stint with the uh, Calgary Flames. But probably not. Yeah, we'll probably see him in like two years, you know, (laughs) Yags out of the middle of nowhere after he goes over to Europe and like does his thing or something. I don't know. He'll be back. Just takes on (laughs) The ageless wonder. Like.
3: Checking Slovakian models to yeah. keep them young.
4: That's his uh, juice. That's Doesn't the PED,
3: say yeah. <laughs> Octagon. Ronda Rousey has signed a contract with WWE. Oh, shit. And she'll be, a, be f- a full-timer despite not showing up until WrestleMania again. So there's that. Got a lot of buzz when that happened. I think they're already trying to make her, like, the whole women's roster was like, tweeting about yeah because it's it's like the part-timer thing it's one of the reasons why they a lot of people don't like brock lesnar it's like yo we're here all the time and these people just show in but that's the star power that comes with Do you
2: think it's a work though like are they trying to make this the narrative that like the girls are gonna hate her because she just came in and took the
3: it's weird when when so many of them do it yeah when it's one person you kind of believe it a little more but when it's that many people I just don't understand the hate for Ronda Rousey, though. How do you guys feel about Ronda Rousey?
4: You know what? I personally, like, I I know her her gig, her her Rowdy, like, she idolized Roddy Piper, but I just didn't like, like, her coming out in his gear. Yeah. I I know it was his jacket. jacket, The son actually gave the jacket to her. Pretty cool. cool, Pretty cool. But, like, I'm talking about, like, her whole entrance was, like, Piper-themed, and her tee was Piper-themed, and I was like, I mean, that's cool, but, like, you don't want to... I mean, that is building your own image, but we've already seen that image. Yeah. You know, think, and, and he's a legend and he's gone now. So, I mean, like, I feel like you should leave that be. No one likes a crybaby. Like, she always talked so much shit
1: and she backed it up and everyone loved her for it. But then she lost. And what happened? She, like, she bitched about it. She cried. She didn't come out of her thing. She, like, she dished it out, but she couldn't take it. No one likes those people. And that's why I think that's why the tide has turned on her so quickly. Like, you think she's going to be a healer or a face when she comes to I th- the think WWE? She, they have no choice but to make her. Like, Wait, I think she's
2: going to be a face. Everyone hates her.
4: That's a heel. That's a
2: heel. No, but I'm saying like the roster hates her, so they're gonna do their best to make her like an underdog story. So like she's gonna be a face.
3: Nah, I think I think they'll treat her the same way they do Brock. Put Paul Heyman with her because she she can't talk or act. I was, I was gonna say rough. it was pretty weird. Like just yeah, she like can't smiling. Different, and, like, it's she different because it, yo, the one thing about wrestling that's pretty sick is that it's a live audience and you have to play to your audience. It's something completely different. Sure, the the outcomes are determined but you still have to engage with the crowd and that's a different animal. Mm-hmm. And you know Trish Stratus came out at 30, right? And you heard how the crowd reacted to that. And then you saw when Ronda came out. It's a different pop like for wrestlers. Like that you're coming into their world now and it's it, it is different. Cuz she beat up all the women on the roster, absolutely, no doubt about it. But now you're
1: entering into the, their their uh, their world. You know, I'm so- wrestling is all about the promo. It's not a big reveal. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's what makes you a star there. But it's also, you know, cross-sport, you've seen that now too, right? Who are some of your favorite interviewers? Like Draymond Green is known for being one of the best interviews in sports because he has like that WWE swag, that Ric Flair to him. And even Conor McGregor, why did he become a big star? It's because of the promo game. And especially in MMA, in boxing, you become a
1: mega star when you have the ability to talk and talk shit on the mic. Dude. I'm surprised that you never were in an E-Federation. Yo, if anyone, one of our listeners were in an E-Fed, an E-Federation. What the fuck is that? Yo, it was back in the day when AOL had chat rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is me, young. Yeah. You would go into wrestling chat rooms, and you'd start an E-Fed. And it was an email chain block where there was a commissioner who set up matches. And then both of you emailed the the, the Your chain, promo? The promo. And then whoever That's talked hard. the best shit was the champion. That's hard. And you would create hmm. your own character, and like the the commissioner would write storylines for the matches. Like this person did this, and he he, he reversed suplex, and that's how he won the, the match. Or like this this dude, this other dude came in like. First of all, you you were in this. I was. That was the commissioner. Of one of them. That's so, fire. Yeah. No, nah, I never. I, this is the first, first time I'm all, hearing about first this. First of
2: all, what was your wrestler's name?
1: <sighs> Diamond <laughs> Dallas Tim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Diamond Man. Dick.
1: Diamond Dallas Tim. Diamond oh Domin Dallas, was Dallas Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yo, knowing what I know now, <laughs> like if I knew that I could
3: be a wrestler at 5'10, I definitely would have pursued it when I was younger. Because <laughs> now a lot of the big names are not yeah. your six five, three hundred pound looking like real gods, guys. Yeah. yeah. And yo, I already have it planned out. You know what my wrestling name would be? Oh, Leonidas. Nice. I like that. One name, simple. Are you gonna come out with like a Spartan helmet and the uh, skirt? Nah, you know what? You know man. what would be my dream theme song to come out to? Shook Ones. Being yeah. from Queens. But oh, I nice. feel like it doesn't fit me because like I'm a like white kid. Yeah, you're a bitch. Like, I don't really intimidate I mean, anyone. M&M, but like the Le- M&M Leonidas M&M thing. eight mile. I think that'd be dope. I'd have a
1: mean drop kick. I think that'd be my go-to <laughs> finisher. Yo, my my theme music would be you. Know, you guys ever hear Kid Cuddy? Um, damn, what's the name of that song? I'm know. not what you make. Uh, now know. many I trust. I'm gonna go yeah. my own way. God, yo, the way that the beat drops on that, I would I would just let the beat drop. I always imagine myself. In my yo, Every all time, right. every time the beat drops in my head, I imagine myself the the bullpen gates opening and me walk running out in the ninth <laughs> inning, get ready I'm to close the game all up.
2: Right. <laughs> all it's gotta right. have like a pop, like you know what I'm saying. Like everyone has like all the, all the good wrestlers have like the first sound you hear is like oh, but like you know how Stone Claws it's the glass breaking, obviously, and the Rock's like it feels small. <laughs> like it's like you need. But stuff then it's like, like
3: what the Rock is cooking, and then the beat drops. That's when he comes out. That's what. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's great. You need yeah. something like that in the beginning. You can't have some like slow yeah, well,
1: fucking. The glass breaking was the best of all time.
2: Oh, oh obvious. I ever think
4: was. the most comparable thing to a wrestling entrance yeah. is a bullpen entrance. Yeah. In Terms of like sure. music. Yeah. Like Yo, shout Mariana. out to all the
3: stadiums now on like third downs playing wrestling theme
4: songs. <laughs> Yo, some bullpen like relievers like I think it was Tommy Canley came out to glorious. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, I remember <laughs> oh watching the God, game and great. I heard it. In the I was background. At the game one time. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, I would have <laughs> never expected that." So far,
3: it's great. Like, yeah, yeah. What would be your wrestling name? My wrestling
2: name? First of all, me and Frankie used to film all the time, like fake wrestling matches, and we would wrestle each other. And I had a bunch of names.
1: Yeah, I, was in a, I was in a wrestling league in the park where there was this one <laughs> dude who was mad older than everyone else. He was like 17, and we we're all 12 year olds. And we called him Kane because he would pick up little 12 year olds and throw and them and around. Choke slam him, yeah. Choke slam them. No mercy. He would like <laughs> choke slam you onto like the padded. Yeah. Nothing. It's cr- amazing. Nothing crazy, but yo. I got hurt so many times doing that. I'm such an idiot.
2: Dude, my friend, my friend, and we'll move on after this, but like my friend David, when we were growing up, me and my friend Frankie, we always go to his house because his. <laughs> yeah. we He had like on VHS, like every WrestleMania, like ever. And we always watched, I think it's 17 with the TLC. Yep. Oh, WrestleMania 17 and like the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, mm. and, and Matt and Jeff Hardy, that TLC match. And then we go into his mom's room and just like wrestle. And I would be like, Tossing these kids around. Like it was hilarious. They were taking crazy bumps. Frankie was selling the shit out of everything.
3: It was great. I think everyone that's our age, our generation, has hit someone with a stunner. Without oh, a doubt. come on. Without it.
2: Everyone's gotta get hit with a stunner. I'm Big starting like my,
3: my friend once hit his girlfriend <laughs> with bottom. a
4: stunner. Yo. Went out of nowhere. Do you and remember, she was not happy about that? Do you remember <laughs> we're in Connecticut and we set up David, <laughs> we just talked about? We're like, yo, let's go pretend we're gonna shotgun beers and like as soon as he goes to chuck his beer, stunner him. <laughs> 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 yes not remember that? No. Oh, it no that was great and his leg drop that was the leg drop weekend oh dude Dave, that kid David did a legit leg drop
1: Use the, like
3: the, the, on top of the of the, of the couch to like the top of the
4: couch
2: up. yo like a whole Hogan leg drop like I thought his ass was broken
1: yo speaking of beer things uh, my bad one more thing yo Keith, remember you were in my backyard and we were playing this game where you have to shotgun on the beer and then when you finish it you have to throw it at someone oh yeah, duel Dude, I went to shock on my beer. Keith threw an entire beer at me. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me and Leo, I had a bump on my leg, fucking bruised for like a week and a half. It's
4: I would so have done that shit too, me, yo. Guy.
2: It was fun. Um, my brother told me about that. He had me and Keith throwing cans at each other like the entire day that we found that out. Um, anyway, let's talk about the Super Bowl, huh? <laughs> mm. Uh, we have some things we want to go over.
3: What? I have a question. Mm. Do you guys feel as if there's less buzz about this Super Bowl than years past? No a media day and less buzz yeah i feel like it's kind of been well here's the thing right so uh,
2: as as time goes on i think things (sighs) like this are going to feel less and less like whatever because just the world that we live in there's content constantly there's tons of things coming out ton of new things and it's like you get distracted very easily i think people are still excited about the super bowl but i think it's it'll get lost and whatever i feel like it's kind of like Christmas like does it still feel like the Christmas that you thought it was two years ago Plus, like it got, feels you know different I just think we got there's,
4: this, there's no big like personalities like the Patriots are always low-key as it is and Gronk's really the only big personality there and even Belichick has kept him in check in terms of like his personality to the media anyway so it's like there's not anyone on the Eagles I particularly care about when it comes to like personality or their interviews like their a musty interview whereas like Marshawn Lynch a couple years ago we all know like I'm just here because I don't get fine his outfit was outrageous like with the goggles on and shit like trying to be incognito, but there's no one real big. I mean, the Nick Foles thing went viral with him talking about his kids and crying. But there's, yeah, uh,
2: there,
3: I also think that it's there's no real like crazy storyline. I, I just, I, I think that this is the eighth one for the Patriots. What more can you ask them? Yeah, I mean, every one of their players, you've gotten too. their answers. So from that aspect, and like you said, there's no one that's. Cool, uh, cool interviewer Is gonna give you Anything
4: good from the Eagles Cause they haven't Also this week too From that perspective I get you I thought Alshon Jeffery Could be that guy But he was just like Honestly I, also
1: There's just a Like you said The news cycle Is just like When you got the president Tweeting wild shit every day
2: Yeah there's just a lot Of stuff going on That's why things It's like yeah. You get distracted Like not everyone's Talking about this Because there's tons Of shit going on remember,
1: now Remember when Obama Would go on a sports center And give his prediction Imagine Trump nah. did that. I remember no. he
4: did the N C A A tournament. Yeah, I never
3: knew he did one for the Super Bowl. I know he always did the the bracket with the Andy tournament. Katz. Yeah. Uh, Andy Katz. Yeah.
1: You don't? know? I, I could have sworn he was on. The Super Bowl. I don't. I don't know, but
2: yeah. I mean, I don't know, but anyway. So about the game, uh, what's like the biggest storyline? I guess heading into this.
4: I'll start that. My biggest storyline for me is gonna is it, is this the last hurrah for the Pats? I mean, we've seen Mc, Josh McDaniels; he's heading to the Colts. Uh, Matt Patricia, he's heading to the Lions, both in head coaching gigs, and uh, that leaves us with the big three of Kraft, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady. And if we, like I said earlier, that article came out recently, how those three have a big rift. So, what's going to happen is Tom Brady going to pick you know his new coordinators, being it's his last whatever two to three years, four years. Uh, we saw him get at McDaniel's earlier. Is an OC going to be able to handle that? From a player, you know who's who's not deemed as lower, but you're the coach. You know yeah, you have more supposed to listen to you're you. You're the higher up. Yeah, compared to the, the higher ups. Yeah, the higher ups. Shout out to Ippy, the higher ups. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're a, you're a you're a player and a coach. Can someone take that Brady type, you know, bashing from the player? We'll see. And um, I don't know. It just leaves us with the circus again. Was that article true? What happens in the offseason now with these three? Is Belichick really done as some speculated he would be or he was supposed to go to the Giants even though oh, that, that position been... filled up with Shermer. They didn't want to wait on that. I'd fire um, Shermer right away. Just buy out his
3: contract if Belichick can. <laughs> <him. Like>, oh, <laughs> man, listen. I mean, yeah. it's cool and all, but this is... Well, Billy that would B. Be very, a, Billy the dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: very P. Carroll-esque like the Jets. Yeah. Those are but, um, jobs. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. It's just a lot going on for the Patriots after this game and a lot of questions to answer. That's the media type I'm looking forward to. Hmm. More so than the media week. If the Eagles win, right?
3: Any reporter, any show that comes out and says what happens to Carson Wentz now should be fired. Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) If any of you guys come on Monday and say that, no, I'm I'm walking out (laughs) because there's only seven to ten really good, good, great quarterbacks in the league. He's one of them, <coughs> right? And if, sure, Foles comes in and wins the Super Bowl, fine, great. But I'm sorry, Wentz is... The drop-off is significant. Dude, I think that... What are the chances
2: like that happens?
3: Well, it happened once before with the Giants. Jeff Hosteller came in when Phil Sims got hurt, won the Super Bowl. The next year, Phil Sims became the quarterback. But there was a lot of tension in the locker room because this guy... This guy ultimately won it for us. I wonder what happened with Doug Williams and Joe Wait, Theismann. Wait, I don't
2: know. Wait, w- when did he get hurt?
3: He got hurt towards the tail end of the regular season. The Giants were in cruise control. They had a bye week locked up, and then he got hurt, similar to what happened oh, with okay. Carson Wentz.
2: Yeah, that, that just... That I wonder a- if Doug
1: Williams and Joe Theismann had that same dynamic. Joe Theismann's career ended because
3: Lawrence Taylor killed him in a football, like a football mm-hmm. sense. That was literally the That's scariest the scariest one. hit because he hits him and immediately gets up here!" waves over to the sideline. So that, that's my biggest storyline. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be a very dumb conversation to have.
4: Because oh. Wentz is also 23, 24. And the second overall pick of just two years ago. And
3: he's he's not, he's not good. We saw what he could do. And we saw what their upside was. And also, the point spread on this game would be close to a pick if Wentz was in it. So that that's the thing. If you come out and you start saying what happens to Carson Wentz. Think you're crazy.
1: My storyline is who comes out off who comes out first. Um, I think this game is going to be decided early. I think that uh, you have two teams here that both like to control the pace of games. Uh, the legal the Eagles led the league in time of possession. The Patriots lead the league in uh, first down point. I'm sorry, per, first half point differential. So when you're talking about these two teams, you're talking about a team who likes to get out to early leads and run the ball. And you're talking about another team who likes to get out to early leads and do the same. So I think that that early lead is going to be a big thing. And I think that if you're the Patriots, if you fall behind early, you have more of a chance. I think if the Eagles fall behind early, it's going to be really hard for them to come back. Listen to this. The Eagles defense has only faced 56 passes all year while trailing. 56 passes all year while trailing. That's it. They have no experience trying to come from behind. And if your first experience, well, not first, but, you know, your real experience trying to come from behind is against the Patriots, that could cause a problem. The Eagles' defense is averaging 26 minutes on the field uh, per game this year. I talk a lot about time of possession when it comes to the Cowboys, but there's only been one team that leads that is higher in time of possession than the Cowboys the last two seasons, and that's the Eagles. The Eagles' time of possession in wins, 36 minutes. Time of possession in losses, 31 minutes so that ability to control the clock is something that the Eagles really really depend on and I think if the Patriots come out to a, a early lead I think it destroys the Eagles game plan and I think you're looking at kind of a blowout
2: I mean I hear you I, it's hard for me to say like I, I was saying this like before I, I think the Eagles need to score on the first drive of the game they have to. And I know you're saying, like, you know, the Patriots start slow and shit, but I I think if they're going to have a shot at winning this game, they have to score first. Because we know as the game goes on, they're going to score. And if they're already up going into half, pack it the fuck up. Because I can't see Nick Foles coming from behind and, like, you know.
3: You need to build yourself a big enough lead because New England goes on those three, four straight possessions of putting up points.
2: Or just a straight-up fucking march and, like, a demoralizing march. Well, they would just a hundred passes down the field, and they score. Take time off the clock. They did whatever the fuck they wanted for that entire drive. It's demoralizing. And then after that, it's like, fuck, well. And then if you go three and out after that, you know, goodbye. We saw what happened last year. It's like that could easily happen again. That's the kind of team they are. Um, all right. What the fuck did I just do? I don't know what the hell I just did right now. X-Factor. The next
1: one's, uh, I think it was matchup. Matchup, and then we're going to end with X-Factor.
3: All right, so we can go matchup. Yeah. All right, I don't know what I did. You're all over there. Yeah, head. whatever. <laughs>
2: Fucking. What what is the the matchup you guys are looking forward to?
3: I'm looking at the slot slot wide receivers for both teams. Patriots are in the bottom three. We're in the bottom three in DVOA at defending slot wide receivers. There's a guy named Nelson Aguilar on the Eagles who really had a career year on his for for himself this year. And even last last time we saw the Patriots, I believe Alan Hearns had about eight catches out of the slot. So that's a way that you want to attack the Patriots. And if Aguilar continues to be the guy that has led the team in targets since Nick Foles became the quarterback, that's a guy that needs to have a big game for them. Those third and fours, you got to convert those to first downs if you're the Eagles. And on the the other side, uh, we're going to start the Danny Amendola love because he's been getting a lot of it. And we're just going to continue it on this show. Amendola out of the slot. uh, He's going to be getting a lot of things underneath He might post a stat line of seven catches for 49 yards, but it's going to be those things, those dink and dunks that keep the drives going. So I'm looking at the guys
4: coming out of the slot for both teams. I'm looking at the Eagles' pass rush against Tom Brady. Hmm. So if we go back to the AFC title game, right, the Jaguars were able to get after Brady for three sacks and seven quarterback hits. And they had a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter, which they ultimately, you know, they fatigued on. They stopped. The offense went into low mood. Right, They were going three and out. Pats were getting the ball and they were marching downfield on the Jags. But, you know, the Eagles have more depth. They got Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Timmy Jernigan, Vinny Curry, you know, Derek Barnett and even Chris Long had five sacks as a reserve, former Patriot as well. And don't forget, last week, well, now two weeks ago, Chris Long was the the pass rusher who got to Keenum and caused that pick six by uh, Patrick Robinson, I think it was, yeah to start that, you know, the, the onslaught for the Eagles. So, You know, I want to see what the Eagles could do. They had one sack, eight hits on Keenum, and they forced three turnovers. The Pats also gave up 35 sacks in the regular season. So they're susceptible to being run over. And um, I think, you know, the Eagles, D they'll be living in the backfield or they'll be need to be living in the backfield in order to bring a win home to Philly. Uh,
1: My key matchup is the tight ends, Urge versus Gronk. Um, Both tight ends are really the number one receivers on both respective squads. Um, Listen, Belichick is known for one thing. Well, two things. Uh number 1, he is the best halftime adjuster in the league. Number 2, he takes away your best weapon. And if I'm looking to someone to take away in this game, it's Zach Ertz. And the reason that it's Zach Ertz is because not only is he key on any regular down, he's key especially on third down. Zach Ertz had 5 catches for first downs last week out of his 8 catches. Nick Foles goes to him. He is extremely apt to go to him. On the other side, the Eagles haven't allowed a tight end to go over 75 yards all year. And Gronk is obviously the main focus of that offense. So I think that because these guys are such main focuses of their offense, I think it's likely that whoever wins that battle between the tight ends could be winning the game. So I think that's my key matchup I'm looking at, that battle of the tight ends.
2: These are all good matchups. (laughs) these are all good matchups so what about like an x-factor who's going to make the
3: difference here tom brady that's my x-factor the goat (laughs) that's it he comes ready to play he lit up that best jacksonville defense historic defense this eagle defense got they could get a pass rush with, with four guys so that's gonna be interesting but you know tim's famous bar i think it's his best bar ever sometimes greatness takes over and i think that that's that's my x factor i'm not going to get too cute on this one i know it's kind of a lame cop-out answer but every year we come into we come into nfl season and we get cute with oh who's the best quarterback in the league and we say rogers we say breeze
4: year in year out there's one guy that's always there so my x factor is brady my x factor is is Dion lewis and danny emondola it's the underneath game right i just talked it's building off my matchup which is the pass rush. How can they? Are they going to be able to counter that pass rush? I think they need to get Dion Luhu involved. Uh, he was coming off injury last year, I believe, in that Super Bowl it was his first game back. Um, I told I talked about last year how they had that ridiculous unbeaten streak with him in the lineup. It was obviously snapped this year, but um, I think he's going to get some early down work and uh, set up the play action going downfield. And then even if they're not going downfield, it's going to be underneath to uh, you know alleviate some of the pass rush and uh, also a revenge game for Dion Lewis who broke in. Where he got and yeah. he's from Pitt. Yeah, you know, he yeah, went yeah. to Pitt University. So I saw uh, him
3: play live when they were playing uh, Buffalo University. Pitt? Yeah, he was the best player on the field. But yeah. It was crazy.
4: So, yeah, man. That's my that's my uh, X factor. Dion Lewis on the flats and Amendola underneath.
1: My X factor is going to be third down. Um, when I went back to... I studied some tape this week. And when I went back to study the tape, I I had one question in my mind. How does a player, a quarterback, who... It would be generous to describe him as mediocre or average, all of a sudden put up 300-plus yards and four touchdowns on the best defense in the league. How does this happen? So I'm watching the game, and even during the game, uh, the Eagles, even though they were dominating the game, it never felt like their offense was um, unstoppable at any point. They scored two touchdowns on broken plays, too. So that's a great point. And both those broken plays came after what I'm about to say. So, Philly is converting 60% of their third downs this postseason. Against the Vikings, they were 7 of 8 on third and 6 or more. That's ridiculous. That is not a sustainable thing you could do. Uh, New England, on the other hand, is one of the better third down teams in the league. They're allowing a conversion 36% of the time this postseason. uh, 5 of 21 on third and longs this postseason. So, you're going from 7 of 8 and against a team that's 5 of 31. And
4: I
3: think I think to cut you off, if you look at the quarterbacks that the Patriots played, Mariota, Bortles, and now Foles, those are all kind of in the same group. Whereas now you're playing the defenses. New England's defense, it's not it's not Minnesota's. I'm not saying that, but inside the red zone, they're better than Minnesota. And this is a
1: defense that's been but don't break. And I, yeah, I agree. And, and and Minnesota, I felt like helped the Eagles win that game. I feel like more than the Eagles' offense playing well, Minnesota's defense really didn't play well. On all of their third and long conversions, I went back and I looked at every single play. Ertz fights for extra yards. Foles escapes a hit and hits Corey Clement, who breaks tackles. Torrey Smith breaks a screen. There's a tight end screen that that they break. Foles rolled out of pressure for Aguilar, right? So these are all conversions. And on top of that, the Eagles had four offensive touchdowns. All four of their offensive touchdowns came on a drive where they converted a third and long. Now imagine that they just don't convert one of those thirds and long, right? Now they're punting. Now the Vikings have the ability to maybe score. And all of a sudden you're talking about a brand new ball game with completely different uh, uh, outcomes, right? So for me, the Pats are too disciplined on defense to allow... The extra yards that the Vikings were allowing last week, and if you look back, and Nick Foles has been absolutely mediocre throughout the playoffs. Against the Falcons, he was mediocre. In the game against the Cowboys, he was mediocre. In the first game, in the in the few games before that, can't remember exactly who they played. The Raiders, mediocre. And the Giants. Yeah. Raiders, Giants. Mediocre, mediocre. So this is the guy who's had one good game, and a lot of that was because he had extra plays, like the play, the play that he got. Uh, burned by Jeffrey, that came directly after a third and long. The play there, Nelson Aguilar, went for 42 yards, that came directly after a third and long. These are plays where you have a defense that's like, fuck, we couldn't get out the field, and they hit them where it hurts. On top of that, the Eagles' defense against elite QBs this season Philip Rivers went for 347 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and he only had the ball for 20 minutes. Kirk Cousins, 303 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Russell Wilson, 227 yards, three touchdowns, zero interception. Matt Ryan he got, got contained a little bit, but if you look at his season stats, it's right on par. 210, one touchdown, no interceptions. This Eagles defense, if they're on the field and if they can't, Convert those third and longs, which I don't think it is because you're going to need Doug Peterson. You're asking now Doug Peterson to outcoach Bill Belichick. Now, Doug Peterson has put together really good game plans this week. Mm. Extremely, I mean, the last couple weeks. Really good game plans. But if you're asking a second year head coach in his first Super Bowl to outcoach Bill Belichick, I think you're asking too much. I think because of this, I think the Eagles are a very big mirage. I think people are giving the Eagles way too much credit. I think there's a lot of recency bias going on right now. Uh I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't check the spread for this game until yesterday and I was absolutely floored that it was four and a half. I was floored. I was expecting to see nine. Mm-hmm. Like I was floored. So I think this game's not close. I think the Patriots I think everyone's gonna be in for a game that's over maybe by halftime. Eli
3: Manning also had 800 yards and six touchdowns against him, to True. three interceptions. And I'm not saying it because I'm a Giants fan. I'm saying that because the team was trash this year, mm-hmm. and he did that in the second game with just Sterling Shepard pretty much. So this defense has gotten got.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I I think personally for me, it's the X factor has to be Nick Foles. I mean, if he he has, if they're gonna have a shot, he has to play the way he played against the Vikings. He has to. He has to put, like, you have to be perfect. And can he be perfect again? Was that an anomaly? Anomaly? Or can he do it again?
3: This number is inflated. The number should be closer to what Tim said. Nine. Not nine, but seven for sure. But everyone is going off 300 plus yards, four touchdowns. It's the last thing we see. Yeah, that's the, that's against the, the best defense. That's what. League. Yeah, that's what betting is. It's public perception. What is the last thing I saw? That's why standalone games always drive the lines. Sunday night, Monday night footballs. Why? Because it's the only game on TV. Everybody's tuned in. That's why you always see a team is either undervalued or overvalued the week after. <laughs> Crush that. <laughs> <laughs> Crush that. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, and the the fact that like I, when I was looking at all this tape, like the, all this was great. And I honestly was was like convincing myself as I was going. The thing that really put me over the top that made me think that this was the, the X factor's gonna make the difference, the Eagles scored all four touchdowns after they converted a third and long, two of them directly after they converted a third and long. That's it's just unsustainable. When you're playing a Patriots offense, I mean a defense, they are not going to be undisciplined enough to do that. Mm. And I that's why I think this game's uh I, I, I think this is gonna be one of the more disappointing Super Bowls that we've seen.
3: Damn, me and Tim are going to have the same pick. I'm going <laughs> to have to go the other way then just for, <laughs> just um, for funds.
2: So, yeah, let's let's get to that. Uh, obviously, how we do it every year is the points that you have accumulated over the playoffs, which I have barely have any. Mm. Uh, you can risk whatever you want. It's kind of like Jeopardy. Put your po- points on the line. Uh, I'm going to risk all of them. Same. And hope that you all don't. <laughs> but I know you are. So I lost. <laughs> um, but I have 10 points I believe boss has 17 Nick has 16 You have 22 Yes 22 Tim, Tim has 22 22 points so Hold you on can... hold on How many do
1: I have again Okay That's in first place right <laughs> go, go easy do chickens
4: bro Still <laughs> oh, so nice. one more week too uh, Anyone but Tim yeah. So
1: the
2: line on <laughs> this game Is four and a half Eagles are getting Four and a half I Am gonna keep this Short and sweet Putting all Ten of my points on the Patriots covering that four and a half. Easy cover for me.
4: So, I mean, sorry, Joe, but you know how I gambled. It, it's all or nothing. Yeah. So, all 17 of my points are in play. Yeah. And I'm leading Eagles four and a half. Oof. So, you can pass me with a Pats win.
2: I'll take it. Not
4: in last. Um, yeah. Tim is talking up the Pats over there, so I'm going the other way. <laughs> No, I mean, I I just have a huge inkling that that's his pick. I wonder why, but I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I, you know, <clears throat> I
3: I, th- I think I know where Tim is going, too. I'm going to I'm gonna end on a high note. I'm going to also go with... Uh, I'm going to go against Tim. <laughs> <laughs> hope, they don't, hope they don't cover. Yeah, I'll put all of them on the Eagles. Why not? <laughs> Even though I think it's, you know, my margin of... Now boss can't win. Oh yeah, yeah, Nick can't win. Yeah, I Nick, can't win. Nick yet. can't win.
1: Yeah. So yeah, there's that.
2: Nick wouldn't win either way. Now. All
1: right. I'm gonna bet 13 points because that's one more than boss. If he wins, what's the point? I don't know. I'm just that's how many. That's but how that how doesn't how make how sense
3: do. because you guys don't have the same pick. So even if he wins, you lose. So you'd lose yeah. anyway.
4: And even if you take the Eagles, Joey has the pass and could pass all of us. So, Fam, team, we choose was doing Wise,ly this for so we that's true. All right, so
1: I am betting all my points, <laughs> and I am betting them on the Patriots uh, f- minus four and a half. I think this, it, like I said before, I think it's too easy. I think that uh, a lot of recency bias going on with the with the Eagles, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I am not expecting a good Super Bowl. Honestly, I hope. I hope I am wrong. I really do. I hope I have to eat these words, and the Patriots lose to a backup fucking quarterback. I hope, but look, the the Patriots have only won all their Super Bowls that they've won. By a combined margin of 18 points, there's one thing that Tom Brady is missing from the resume, and that's a blowout victory in the Super Bowl.
4: Is that really missing from the resume, though?
3: (laughs) At this point, you're just nitpicking to find something to get at him for. Nah. I'm not saying you're getting at him, but if that's what it comes down to, like, oh, man, you're going to win six Super Bowls, but... You never blew anyone out. Yeah, that's just... I mean, look... The hater.
1: Look, you've seen nah You've seen Tom Brady, though. You've seen that. You said you see the oh, Facebook Tom, thing. Tom
3: versus time is tremendous. Yeah. Cheap plug. Didn't get paid for it, but it's <laughs> it's fantastic. So I recommend this. I will say this. I told you guys before we started recording. If you wanna, if you guys listening wanna bet the Eagles, don't watch that and then go bet the Eagles. I think it's impossible. I don't think you could put two and two together like that because watching that guy. I think he's—I'm surprised that the Giants beat him in those Super Bowls. That's how fired up this guy is, and that's how laser-focused he
1: is. And I think that he wants something that he's never had. And he wants a championship at 41, and he wants a blowout win. When 40. He can, when he can get it. 40, 40 right Excuse me.
3: Yeah. 40. Six rings for how the round that he went to and how many quarterbacks went before him. I always thought that he'd get oh, six, fuck. man. I said this a couple—I said this when he had four. I thought that he'd get to six rings.
1: He might have seven.
3: Yeah, maybe. Make it maybe.
1: 7 might get 8.
2: Yeah. Fuck it, we'll go 9. <laughs> he could
3: he could have 7. That's another reason why I want the, the Patriots to win. Cuz I want to be able to tell my kids that I saw the best franchise of all time in any sport, right? Beat everybody but Ball, one team. Buzz his face. Buzz his face. I, he said this like every
4: time leading up to tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There. Yo, there's a team that might be a dynasty, you know, three and four the three Super Bowls in four years and they might do that a decade apart. Like even more than a decade. They did this in 2001, three and four, and now they just did it in 14, 16 and potentially 17. Yeah. You need a new term. You can't call this a Patriot dynasty. This is like a the Patriot century.
1: <laughs> I don't even know. It's, cra- it's it's crazy. Like why? Why god did you have to put the only six-round pick to ever become the greatest fucking quarterback of all time in my division <laughs> when I'm 11. <laughs> so ensuring me no victories no happiness. throughout my entire like, adult caring about sports life. Like Unless I'm doing this like for real when I'm 40, I'm not going to give nearly as many shits as I do now. Not nearly as many shits. And right now, I don't give nearly as many shits as I did when I was 17. I lived and I breathed and I died with the Jets when I was 17. And I died a lot. Fuckers, fucking After, uh, on that note uh
2: <laughs> that's our super bowl show mm-hmm. uh tim where can they find you
1: at tim patrop on all social media outlets but only if you're feeling real real frisky uh nick lamb
3: vm 10 everywhere at degeneration bet pretty dope show it and i crushed these props we had a uh, special guest joe was on and then we had our, our guy danny on there so we list all the props from wardrobe, to appearances by coaches. It's a pretty fun episode. Check that out.
4: Boss? At NDeVito27 on Twitter and Instagram. And
2: Imp?
1: IMPY2 underscores. You already know Twitter and Instagram. Guys, Nick Foles over one and a half rushing yards. Lock it up.
2: (laughs) 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 And you guys can follow me on Twitter. at Joe said I got to go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. And that is all. Enjoy the Super Bowl. See you next time.
1: Let's do it again at the fucking Super Bowl!